Hey guys, Danny here, and on this episode of Music Lesson Business Academy, we're going to talk a little bit about whether you should change your marketing message during these crazy times. All right, let's roll the intro. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Music Lesson Business Academy. I'm your host, Danny Thompson. Thanks so much for joining me. I greatly appreciate it. And a special shout out to all you Platinum 100 Club members. I hope you guys are doing great. I look forward to seeing you and hearing you, of course. But, you know, mostly seeing your shining faces on our next call, which will be April 2nd. Um, yeah, so I hope everybody is hanging in there and doing good during the, uh, crazy times we're experiencing. I do have to say on a positive note, I love working from home every day. It's amazing. And when the school reopens, I'm going to do everything possible to, um, not have to go every day. It's going to be, <laughs> I'm trying to look at a positive side of this whole thing. So I'm loving being at home and getting lots of work done that way. It's been really great. Um, but just a quick couple things here before we jump into the episode so we can get in quickly. Hey, if you guys feel like you would like to support this podcast in some super easy way, jump over to Patreon. I'll put links in the show notes. I'm going to start doing um, some extra stuff on Patreon. So this week I did release two different bonus audio content um, little segments that uh, were Patreon only. And I'm going to do one extra podcast every month that is PPO, Patreon people only. Um, so, you know, I'll probably put some other stuff up there, um, potentially an upcoming little uh, Q&A thing with Patreon only members, some behind the scenes once I can get back down to my school, stuff like that. Um, also, if you haven't gotten my free course in Music Lesson Business Academy, The Seven Levers of the Music Lesson Business, I'm giving that course away for free. So here's what you do. You're going to text 81257, that's the number, and type in MLBA, lowercase. So lowercase MLBA to 81257, and you will get a free course from Music Lesson Business Academy. So I love the Seven Levers course. I redid it recently, so um, it's all fresh, looking new. So uh, check that out. Um, also, I will be doing every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, I'm going to be doing my Coffee and Donuts live Facebook hangout. And that's just me drinking my coffee, maybe having a donut. We'll see. Um, and just hanging out, answering questions, no agenda, no pre-planned uh, topics, just purely there to answer any question you may have. So feel free to jump on into that. This episode of Music Lesson Business Academy is brought to you by Never Alone Business Services. Dot com. Hop on over there. Say hello to Jen and Chris over there. Chris is doing all of my Google ads, which on a dime he spun over to focus primarily on 
getting new online students right now. Um, they also do Facebook ads and SEO stuff and website work and things of that nature. Um, mention you heard about them on Music Lesson Business Academy and you'll save a hundred bucks. And I believe they'll do a free marketing assessment for you too if you hit them up. And what was really helpful is they had a nice little course they put together about how to do lessons using Zoom, kind of the back end stuff of how to set it all up. And that was very helpful for us. So I was lucky enough to get access to that course. It's really cheap. So if you're still, um, you know, not sure the best way to set up your Zoom lessons, you may want to go over there and check out their course. This episode is also brought to you by the fine folks over at TeacherZone. TeacherZone teacherzone.com. They've been spinning and changing and, and moving with the times as well. And I believe now you can link your Zoom room account right inside TeacherZone. So you can still just open the student's profile and boom, open that Zoom link and get started in your Zoom live lesson that way. And they've connected it, I believe, to Skype and other platforms as well. So check those guys out, teacherzone.com. All right, guys, so a lot going on in the marketing world, and I'm sure you guys all saw changes instantly to how companies were marketing. And, you know, like me, you probably all got a million emails from companies, you know, your cable company and your phone company and, you know, the most obscure companies saying, we want to let you know all the things we're doing to support the world during the coronavirus, you know, from like whatever company that doesn't really matter that much to you. And basically all they need to do to support us is, you know, to just do business as normal, the best that they possibly can. And, you know, everybody will lean, is leaning into you know, trying to be overly sensitive and overly soft in their message right now. And of course, you know, you have to be aware of what's happening. You don't want to be crass or, you know, put people off with a message. But there's also, you know, this shift that people are marketing a lot of here's how you should do your business during the coronavirus or here's you know make this shift during covid-19 here's the covid-19 plan a lot of stuff like that and you know so i i want to give you some thoughts and i just watched another video from a marketer that i really trust a lot and it was exactly what i was thinking so it's kind of supporting my my thoughts on this um which is you know, there's a couple ways you can go in your marketing. So in the during the normal good times, and I'm and, and I'm taking a lot of information here. A lot of this is how I feel, but also based on other marketers that I really trust. Russell Brunson, James Shramko, some guys like that. Um, you know, when things are good, we tend to be selling on selling pleasure to people. And here's what they can get out of it. Your child is going to get, get this pleasure. You're going to enjoy this pleasure because your child's going to be achieving and things like that. And where a lot of people move to in something like this is selling to avoid pain. So 
If I wanted to say to you and sell you on avoiding pain, I could say, you know, join Music Lesson Business Academy and to avoid losing your music studio. Um, I could sell on pain. I think it's a little bit harder to try and do that with our main service of music lessons. I, I've kind of been thinking about, well, how, how could you sell with the mindset of avoiding pain? And, you know, it, it, it could be along the line, something that um, appeals to the heartstrings and tugs at the emotion of keeping their child engaged and learning and not letting their life um, you know, just come to a complete stop during these times. Um, the other way that I'm thinking about this now, of course, we've all shifted to some online lessons, um, offering that at our schools. And yes, that's a, that's something we got to do to kind of prop our school up. But you know, what if you open a month from now, some schools aren't closed throughout the country. There's a lot of music schools that still are doing business and are kind of doing like half and half, depending on what the student wants to do. Um, and yes, I am trying to sign up new online students. And what I would tell you with that is if, if unless you're looking to do that long-term, turn that into a service you offer, I wouldn't shift all of your marketing to that necessarily right now because you might be turning that off in a month. So when my school opens a month from now, I am gonna to continue to push online lessons. I'm using this as a catalyst to move my business in a direction that I think we should have started moving to years ago. But now maybe I have a little bit more of the marketing knowledge and maybe the power to, um, you know, and the finances and the, and the ex expertise from all the people that we work with and guidance that I can get from people, not my expertise, but guidance from other people's expertise to help me roll that out in a better way. And I've got a whole business plan for virtual music lessons. So I will keep those ads going. If you're not going to do that, you know, don't shift your marketing that way. Um, you know, I, I think it's good to be communicating with your studio and let them know what you're doing. Of course, here's how we're switching our lessons, you know, sending out a thank you note or something. Of course, it's totally fine. But the other thing I want you to think about is what kind of marketing hasn't changed? And, and also, I want you to think back to 2008. And what do you do personally in times like this? So in 2008, what did we do when there was a financial crisis? Now, I remember I just got into face-to-face -face back then. I joined in 2008, so as th after things had kind of started to fall apart. And one thing that didn't stop during that was music and touring. We were out touring. like There was no real financial impact to bands touring because of you know, the recession. Movies always do great during a recession. Now. The current climate, you know, with there being like quarantines and lockdowns, of course, that's different. You can't go to the movies. You can't go see a band, of course. But that's going to change in the near future. All of that is going to change at some point, whether it's next week or next month or two months, whatever. It's going to go back to normal. And it might take a little while to get it back to normal. But what I, you know, what I found myself doing today was. Like I've been watching The Office on Netflix, like re-watching The Office. And, you know, I think everybody's probably binge watching a bunch of TV shows. I want you to think like, you know, what would, would Netflix 
start producing a bunch of content, you know, that, and I'm sure they'll probably have documentaries about this because, you know, they do, you know, there will be a ton of people that want to watch some things like that. But there's always a bunch of people who just want to escape from bad times. And, you know, movies and entertainment and music and things like that, things that our kids can do, like playing music or doing music lessons, those are all things that, um, you know, keep them from falling into this trap of only focusing on the negative. And I'm sure you guys see it. You probably have friends on social media that every other post they're doing right now is doom and gloom. They're only posting the worst case scenario story. They never post any positive elements, you know, um, about what's happening right now. And there are other podcasts and other marketers and other businesses that are just continuing to provide what they've always provided for people because that's what people want. I like if every TV show that I wanted to watch or movie that I wanted to watch right now somehow changed to uh, we're not going to show, you know, Ozark season three because there's a lot of violence and we want to be sensitive because of what's happening. Do you know how pissed everybody would be? People want to enjoy their entertainment. They want to. They need other companies and other businesses to provide leadership. And part of that leadership is providing a positive outlook on things. If we shut everything down in our schools and change all of our marketing and say, oh, I don't even want to advertise music lessons because that might be, you know, insensitive. That just makes people withdraw even more. So there's always these two types of people in these scenarios. And I'm not discounting the seriousness or any of those things that, you know, are happening out there. I, I, you know, I, I get my update on the news to see where things are at. But, you know, on the same token, we have to try to move forward. And if we can provide a vision for people out there that, hey, we're doing music lessons. We're making music. Yeah, it's online right now. We'll be back in the school in a month and we're getting back to it and everything's going to be the same. Um, even if there's an economic issue, we make the adjustments that we do to try to keep our business moving forward. People appreciate that. So there's two types of people in these scenarios. People who are optimists and believe in the future and what we can do in the future. And there are the people that are just, you know, I guess, you know, you could say just the opposite that they're pessimists, but it's more than that. And, and I don't maybe have the right word for it, but they're, they're, and just think about all your friends on social media. It's the misery loves company crowd, right? That just reposts whatever ridiculous story, you know, they hear, heard about, you know, what's going on right now and just doom and gloom and doom and gloom and constant political rants and, and beating people up you know, and they're leaning into it. Those people do that with every single situation that comes up. And, you know, and then there's people that don't publicly display their emotions when it comes to these things. And, you know, I've always thought it was weird that people will post so much 
about their feelings when something's going on, you know, in the world. And, you know, and I know it's sincere in a lot of ways to a, for a lot of people. And I wouldn't say it isn't, but I do love the comedian Anthony Jenselnik, who, who does a whole special called Hopes and Prayers. And, and his kind of joke about that is that people are, when they post, oh, thoughts and prayers are for the, you know, victims of this, and thoughts and prayers for the victims of that, and thoughts and prayers, that really what they're setting, saying is, hey, don't forget about me. I'm over here and I'm sad too. And it, it, it's really, you guys know who those people are, that instantly there's some cause to get a bumper sticker to put on their car. They're behind it. And they, they love it when there's those kind of causes. It, it gives them a purpose and a feeling. And then there's other people who just, you know, follow the facts and follow what they should be doing and take proper steps and listen to science and keep a level head to the best of their ability and try to keep moving forward and provide optimism for your customers. So keep providing optimism. Be careful about putting too much effort into a complete change in your marketing that you may have to change back again a month from now. So yeah, be sensitive. Um, you know, shift your business or pivot your business if you need to. But a lot of people don't want to see every business saying, here's our COVID-19, um, you know, special offer we're doing. Because we're sensitive to these times, we're going to offer you this. There's an awful lot of people that just want to see normalcy. They can't wait for their jujitsu academy to just reopen or their music school or whatever business that they, you know, I can't wait to just go sit down inside Starbucks again, um, you know, or whatever local coffee shop or any of my restaurants or, you know, those kind of things. So I, I would just, you know, be careful in the shift that you make in your marketing, you know, um, and, and you may be able to shift again. I'm not saying that the fear based marketing couldn't work to some extent, avoiding, not fear. I'm sorry, avoiding pain. How are you going to help parents avoid pain? And I guess in some ways, when we do the online lessons right now, we're helping people to avoid the pain of losing this thing that they love. And that's totally legitimate. But don't forget to just be the business that is just moving forward. You know, this may be the time to launch some new business. This may be the time to launch some kind of new program. And I'm launching two new models out of my school. And although they, the catalyst for me getting them going might be what's happening right now, but certainly nothing in my marketing about those things is going to have anything to do in that marketing with what's happening right now. I, I, I think people, they want to come home and they still want to watch The Office reruns or watch Netflix or watch whatever kind of movies they like. If it's a horror disaster movie, if they want to watch Outbreak and Pandemic, you know, they'll watch those things because if that's what they like to do normally, they want to continue to do the things that they like to do normally. And the people that go the other direction, the freak out parents, right? And we all probably dropped students that were freak out parents. There's not really much you can do for them, right? Because they do this with everything. 
you know? Um, I remember being at Guitar Center working when 9-11 happened. And I remember employees who called off work that day. Okay, I was in California, and they called off work because, like, well, I know somebody who lives in New York. And there's always those people, right, who really just want, they love to join the misery crowd, and they love to find the self-pity and the over-freak-out, and there's just not, there's not much you can do for those people. So I wouldn't worry about trying to necessarily market or save those customers so much. I would keep providing a great service to the customers that appreciate you, and that's most of them, right? You know, um, we're in the end of eight, of March here, um, you know, and March was rough, you know, student drop wise. But now that the dust is kind of settled, it wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was just based on the emails I was seeing because I wasn't really doing the drops. I thought we were having more than we did, but it's kind of like we entered summer. That, that's kind of the drops I had. And I don't really have a bad summer. So it, it, it's, you know, so we're going into April looking OK. And um, now that could change. I expect there to continue to be drops through April, but that might give us time to start to make other changes. And if there's any good news in April, if we're halfway through April and they're like, okay, it looks like for sure you'll be able to open your school May 1st, people who are thinking about dropping won't drop. And we can start to build on that like crazy. Maybe do a when the school reopens that week. I'm just getting this idea right now. Um, do crazy stuff at your school, do some kind of just super fun, you know, getting everybody back into the school type of program could be super, super fun. Again, I'm going to keep doing online stuff. I know other businesses that will as well and other schools, and it has prompted us to even launch other online things. Um, we're, we're working on some other projects. I'm involved with a few other music school owners that you guys will be familiar with that we are rolling something out that we'll tell you about down the road, but, you know, appeal to those people who, who just want normalcy, who just want to hear a post from the music school that is, is not related to some crisis right now, because they're getting reminded of that crisis with everything else. All right, guys, have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much.